We're here again at Carnita's Snack Shack. I'm Thomas James with you once again, along with Kit Batch. Kit, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. Got some fun stories, ready to roll. Got that ice in my veins, as D'Angelo Russell would say. Good to hear. Good to have you here, Kit. A lot going on here. The Daily Zippers got you covered, but we had a lot of interesting topics over the weekend. We'll start with golf. We had golf. We had a two-way race that came down to the wire yesterday. We had Phil Mickelson and Henry Doing Stinson. what San Diego does best, losing, is what Phil Mickelson did. It's gotten to the point, Kit, where I think I feel bad for Phil Mickelson. He's now finished second in a major 11 times, which ironically is second most. Oh, there's a boat heading out. <laughs> For those of you who can hear that, they're right on the bay again. Oh, I thought that was boat. our soundboard. Making those. Uh, it is a natural soundboard. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, the uh, I believe it's the horn blower over there heading over to Coronado Island, a little ferry ferry ride. Maybe we should hop on that after the podcast, yeah. Kit. But Kit, as I was saying to golf, what, what's your take on Phil Mickelson? He's finished second so many times. Well, I kind of feel bad for him in the last tournament because he shot great and still somehow managed to lose. A so 65 was, final yeah. round. And I was looking at a statistic, out of 145 British Opens, he would have won about 140 of them. There's only a few of them he wouldn't have won with that score. Yeah. And so he just has the worst timing. Yeah. It's that San Diego uh, running through his blood. And an alma mater. He's uh, from your high school. Right? Yeah. yeah. So uni you got yeah. to feel for the guy a little you bit. You know right? who else went to Uni High and who was in his class? Scott Peterson, famous for the murder of his wife and unborn child. That was up in the Bay Area, correct? Correct. But he was he went to Uni. Class, is, same class is, as Phil yeah. Mickelson. Yeah, and there's something about the bear. I was just throwing that yeah. out there. I know that you're not a fan of that area. It makes you do some weird things. Yeah, so. like murder your child. If we here the Daily Zipper are saying if you are from the Bay Area, you most likely will murder your wife and unborn child. But I say better dead than a Bay Area sports fan. So, Well, we're glad to – I know that you were mentioning this off air just now. To be rid of the Bay Area fans, we saw yes. quite a bunch of them this past week. And I'm sure you were glad to see in baseball news the Padres sweep the San Francisco Giants right out of San Diego yesterday. Yeah, you know, and I'm not too close to follow baseball. It seems like the Padres have been playing better as of late. I think they did actually make a good trade getting rid of, uh, well, you know names of baseball players. (laughs) (laughs) You hit a a little stumbling block there. Got to get over that hurdle. Yeah, they cleared away Drew Pomeranz, Pomeranz, who is an all-star this year, left-hander. They sent him packing to Boston. Right, which is— Shipping out to Boston, Kit. Well, of course, but we've kind of been a farm team for Boston for the past 10, 15 years. That's correct. Adrian Gonzalez. Yeah. We used to always send people up there. and But I think it actually is a good trade because apparently they're saying uh, this pitcher is the number one ranked pitching prospect in the ma- minors and the number 13 overall prospect in the minors. We got an 18-year-old freshly drafted kit, so we really don't know much about this kid. But, yes, he can throw up to 97 miles per hour. Supposedly he's got a great slider. We'll see. We probably won't even hear his name for another yeah, two, I three think, years, but I, we'll see. I think the Potters will do what they always do. They'll bring him up, he'll get good, and they'll trade him for another young player. And then another 18-year-old <laughs> will be in our system until he's about 21, 22. Right then, when he's about to start hitting that prime, we get rid of him. Yep. That's that's the Padre way. You know, and who wouldn't want it that way? That's just right? the joy of being a fan, isn't it? <laughs> to watch your players get good and then see them go and be all-stars at another city. Well, you know, one thing that gets me, too, is the Padres used to try, and the ownership used to try and place a blame on the players for leaving when they would never even offer them the money. I found a fun story uh, about San Diego sports, namely that 98 season with Kevin Brown. Uh, That's right, and you got a big article coming up here. At the I Daily do. Zipper. We'll be you releasing the next on. couple next couple days, and I found a story because I was trying. You know, I was blaming ownership, and I said, "Let me see if I can find any stories where the fans didn't really behave greatly." 
And in the 98 season, Padres and Cubs both charging down the stretch. It's a game in September, so it's an important game. Padres want to get better seeding. Cubs are fighting for the wild card. Kevin Brown's pitching, and he's not giving Sammy Sosa any fastball set home runs off of. And the Padres fans booed Kevin Brown. Oh, my goodness. They I had no idea. They booed him because they wanted to see Sammy Sosa hit a home run. Wow. And Kevin Brown got a lot of flack because after the game he said, quote, screw the fans. And you know what? I have to agree with Kevin Brown. And yeah. then that, oh, yeah. that next season, so Kevin Brown was won 18 games. And by the way, did you know Andy Ashby won 17? Andy, Andy Ashby. Ashby. He had a heck of a year that year. He was a solid two for yeah. us that year. So Kevin Brown wins 18 games. Big reason to go to the World Series. The next year, Moores offers him $60 million. Well, Brown ends up signing for $100 million. And Moores tried to play, oh, Kevin Brown just wants money. When you're off by a factor of $40 million, that's just disrespectful. That is huge. Yeah. That's, that's barely half of what he got. And saying he has no loyalty. Kevin Brown was a one-year rental and then claiming he has no loyalty. So that's another situation where Padres ownership. Yeah, no, and they've been cheap for a while. You know, they won't re-sign their guys even though, you know, you need these guys in order to be a consistent team. You of know, course. you need at least one or two stable guys in your lineup. Adrian Gonzalez, you see him as that consistent yeah. person, that consistent hitter for the Dodgers. And Did we get anybody back in, from him in that trade? Well, we got Anthony Rizzo, who's now an all-star for <laughs> Chicago kit in that trade. So that's two first basemen that are all-stars that we had in that trade that no longer play for the Padres. We also got a pitcher, I believe, that tore his elbow ligaments. I don't even remember his name because he doesn't play for the Major League team. So, yeah, I don't know if we got a whole lot out of that trade kit, although I think you could have predicted that when How? we got rid of Gonzalez. We lost Rizzo. We could have had him. We got Rizzo and then promptly gave him – to Chicago after that. Gave up on him after like one year. Yeah. No no patience at all. Well, Mickelson does own the San Diego Padres, so maybe he just wants us to be a solid second place contender. If we could only get to second place, yeah. my lord. I think we're fighting for fourth the last few years. Woo. That's the exciting part. When Thank it gets God the, the Diamondbacks wire. have been horrible. Yeah, yeah and I mean, they went out on well, a spending spree like the Padres did last year. That's true. They did. They did. Actually, I saw a statistic going into Saturday's game. They won two home games, unfortunately, because the statistic would have been better if they had lost. But they were 15 and 33, and then they beat the Dodgers twice. So they're now 17 and 33, and that's their home record. That's how bad they are at home. Wow. So the desert is a uh, quite a friendly place for opposing yeah. teams this year, apparently. Man, that yeah, it's. I I don't know what the the Diamondbacks so at least have had some success. Well, where else would series. you rather be right now? I mean, I don't know about you, Kit, but I'd love to be in Arizona in that 110 degree heat, <laughs> watching myself Diamondback baseball and. Uh, <laughs> Enjoying a, uh, I don't know. Don't they have some new? They had some new, uh, some new food over there. I think they had a buffalo. Heroin. <laughs> Heroin dog. Was that it? Yeah. I think it might have been. Yes. Shoot that's that what they right have in your over veins. There. That's the only thing that can make out there bearable. That makes the D-backs uh, somewhat watchable, I suppose. But what about? Let's move out of the NL West and uh, go to another division here, NL East. We've got the Nationals, the Mets, and the Marlins. Now, the Marlins have been surprising, kid. Right. Giancarlo Stanton was out here. Or is right. it John Carlo? John Carlo Stanton. Who knows? I want to make sure his name's correctly pronounced. It and begins with a G, so I say good. Well, I say, this kid, I say this kid because I was hanging out with some people yesterday, one of which was a pod squad girl, uh -huh. who had this huge crush on him and insisted it was John Carlo. And she insisted that we all knew it and that we said it correctly. And, you know, he was, I guess, a big, a big shot, which I understand. He won the home run derby. And so he was here, 
hitting home runs. By the way, I don't want to ever hear about Petco Park being big because I saw so many no. balls fly out of here. Those well, two they days. have moved. You know that stuck with them just because of when it opened. But they've brought those fences in so much. Yeah, there's no excuse at they've, this point. They've no called excuse. it. They've called it a home run neutral park now. So the stats say. So it's fine. Yeah, we can't be blaming it on the park anymore that the Padres can't score runs. So John Carlo, he and the Marlins are actually in contention. Don Mattingly, the new manager, was the manager of the Dodgers. Right. Maybe he knows a thing or two, apparently, because the Marlins are right there in the thick of the wild card race. Well, they do. I mean, they have Jose Fernandez, so they have an ace, and they have Giancarlo Stan. They had some good young players, and this is what the Marlins do. Every few years, we got some lovely background we music do. from a car. Josh is bumping to it. Oh, there we go. Is that the minivan? Yeah. I think it is the minivan over there. Wow. That's, wow. That's, that's We got a full family bumping out to... What is that, some 90s hip-hop? Yeah, 90s R&B. There we go, 90s R&B in the house over here at Carnita Snack Shack. But, but the Marlins do this thing where it's like every 10, 9, 10 years, 97, they win the World Series. 2006, they win the World Series. 2016. Now, I Fun fact for you, Kit. The Marlins are 6-0 and lifetime in the postseason. They've never lost the series. 6-0. Huh. <laughs> Two World Series rings, never <laughs> lost the postseason series. That is a crazy stat. Well, that's why I'm a Marlins fan. <laughs> <laughs> that atrocious ballpark they have there, though. Oh, you don't With like the when the Marlins jumps up no, and over the, the scoreboard? I love watching that, kid. Love watching. I, now, I think there is a place where they probably have the cocaine dog. You just do lines of coke off the hot dog out there in the Miami ballpark. Is Johnny Manziel out there? He must be down in Miami these days. He should be. I, I can see him doing that. He should be a Marlins fan. Hang yeah. out, get season tickets the rest of the year, maybe enjoy a playoff run with them. Yeah. I, I think, yeah, it. I think they'll push because the Mets just have not been – I mean, they were a young team last year, and then, you know, they, they lost. Matt Harvey is out for the year. Right, Harvey's out for the year, and he wasn't even playing that well. And he, you could kind of see that coming at the end of last year after his agent wasn't letting him play in the playoffs and things like that, and they were putting him on an innings limit. The Dark Knight has an innings limit? <laughs> what is what is wrong with that picture, Kit? Why does the Dark Knight of New York City, Matt Harvey, constricted to innings limits? Yeah. It's and we saw this with Strasburg a few years ago, another right. guy. And I think at a certain point, you just got to let the pitchers pitch. And, we and it's it, never helped. Look at Matt Harvey. He's hurt anyway. And we saw it again this early this uh, season with the Dodgers, with the young pitcher almost doing a no-hitter and getting pulled because that might That's hurt right. his arm. Yeah. If you're going to hurt your arm, you're going to hurt your arm. You go out there, you pitch the game, and you get out. I mean, look at Kershaw. Kershaw throws complete games all the time. Yeah. I think he might be actually hurting that he didn't throw complete games. Before yeah. he got hurt, he was throwing shorter games. Yeah. He wasn't deep in the game. That might have hurt yeah. him. I mean, anything could hurt, you know. Pitching is an unnatural motion. Yeah. So when you're throwing, at any given moment, you could tweak something. Yeah, in fact, you know, they always used to say when, when I was growing up, oh, don't let the kids throw the curveball. It's going to wreck their arm. Well, a study just came out saying it doesn't matter what pitch you're throwing. It has an effect on your arm. Just try not to, you know, don't let kids go out there and, and literally can throw year-round. That's the biggest. Right. I'm seeing more and more studies that's really about total pitches. It's really about just not overdoing it, keeping yeah. it the pitch count low. It's not even about curveballs. And, and actually, I saw that fastballs are more hurtful right, yeah. because you're trying to really throw it hard, so that's yeah. putting more stress on your elbow. Oh, yeah. Curveballs, a lot of times kids will just shorten up and kind of, like, lob it in. And yeah. It doesn't really hurt their arm that much. Yeah, but, it, you know, I'm Strasburg. I mean, look at Strasburg. Did I see it? Strasburg is, like, 11 and 0 or something is right 13 and 0 now. 13 and 0 yeah oh, who cares if an inning limit just throw him he keeps getting injured then get rid of him because he's not worth it putting him on an innings limit isn't going to help speaking of another guy who's had shoulder elbow problems but is back to dominating you darvish moving over to the american league you darvish of the rangers you got cole hamels on that pitching staff you still got that lineup are the rangers for real out in the al west i think they are the rangers 
Rangers are kind of like the Spurs in that they're always kind of they're always kind of in it. I mean, Adrian Beltre is defying age. I love watching that old man play, yeah, though. He just. I mean, he's probably on steroids. And he plays the game the right way. Have you seen when guys don't play the right way? He gets in their face. He makes yeah. sure they know, hey, you gotta, you gotta respect the game. Yeah. So I think the Rangers really. I mean, out in the AL East, I don't trust the Mariners at all. No, who does? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're, no. You should not trust the Seattle Mariners. Angels are ever. trash. I feel, I feel like the Angels really have one player and one player only at this point. And they, their farm system was ranked the worst in baseball. So they don't really have hope for the future. Mike Trout could be what Felix Hernandez is up in Seattle. Yeah. Felix has been there for, what, 11 yeah. years, never made the playoffs. Trout at least made it two years ago. But they got swept by the Royals yeah. promptly, so he wasn't in there very long. No, so I think the Rangers are going to be a team that could possibly do some damage. I mean, look at how hot the Blue Jays came into the playoffs last year and then just crumpled. And so a team like the Rangers could play a high-flying high flying team and just bring them down. Right. And then in the Central out there in the AL, the Indians, could we see two championships in Cleveland in six months? No. <laughs> well, that was quick. All right, no, I just moving on. I just don't. In baseball, those teams that get hot, they don't. 14 in a, in a row, that kind it's of propelled such, them. It's such a crapshoot in baseball in the playoffs. You just get in, and then you see what happens. I mean, it's really – I mean, except for those teams like the 98 Yankees that just went bananas. I mean, I right. think the 98 – They were the best team from April all the way and through I October. That, I think they were probably the best – they're one of the best teams in baseball ever. I know this – that remember the, how the Mariners won the record 114 games and then just – well, the problem with the Mariners is they were playing at the same time the Yankees had their dynasty going. Remember, mm -hmm. that was the second year the Yankees won their dynasty, so it was in 2001, and the Yankees had won in 2000. So in that ALCS, you had the Yankees as the defending World Series champs for the best regular season team ever. Right. And the Yankees had better talent. The Mariners had a better regular season, but the Yankees had better talent. And the Yankees had their own version of Big Poppy and Jim Leyritz. Do you remember Jim Leyritz? I do. He came to San Diego back yes. in 98. Yes, he did, and he helped, helped in the uh – Division and the uh, the NLCS. NLCS, that's right. Uh, didn't do anything in the play in the World Series, and again, none of our players. He did was. Anything in the World Series. He was. If you go to Atlanta today, I'm sure they still have bad memories of Jim Lairs because yeah. he burned them in New York when he was on the Not, Yankees, yep. and then of course with us two years later, yep. he had that huge home run in '98 yeah. against Atlanta. So Atlanta, I'm sure, just has nightmares to yeah. this day. First, I thought our producer was just leaving, just walking I away. Too. I was wondering what was going on, but now he's just getting us on <laughs> FaceTime Live right now. Now just getting pictures. Okay. We are trying to get you more FaceTime Live, folks. I know that some of you are always excited. Is it Facebook? Let's Facebook Live. So Facebook Live, hopefully we'll be coming soon. Our other guy, our social media guy, where's Louie today? He's not here, so hopefully yep. he comes out soon, maybe next week, and we get some Facebook Live shots for you. Until then, just hack the city traffic cam, and you can see <laughs> us on the corner of North Harbor and Broadway. So if you're looking, hack those traffic cams. We're waving to you right now, and you can see uh, some grainy black and white footage of us. <laughs> well, and I'm actually out there. I think there's some sail sailboat racing going on out there. There's yeah. a lot of action I'm noticing. So come down and check out the sailboats here at the bay, San Diego Bay, if you're in the area. There's a giant Coast Beautiful Guard day. boat over there doing, I don't know, hunting down drugs. Yeah, I don't know what, what the Coast yeah. Guard's doing. But, yeah, that boat's usually not there, but it's there today. So, yeah, we're, we're hanging out here at the Bay, but we're also talking a little baseball. Just to wrap up with baseball, I do want to ask you, because you mentioned the Yankees, what is going on with the Yankees? They're a 500 team. Nobody even knows. Are they going to buy at the deadline in two weeks? Are they going to sell? Is A-Rod going to last till the end of the year? He still has a year left on his contract at $30 million, by the way. Woo! Great yeah. contract. Yankees are in the Lakers situation. 
They have Alex Rodriguez, a.k.a. the Kobe Bryant, though. Alex Rodriguez is not going to have a final game like Kobe where he hits three home runs. He's not beloved, but they had this albatross of a contract. There's finally the Yankees realized they couldn't do win the old George Steinbrenner way. In fact, the Yankees have never really won titles the Steinbrenner way because even the teams that really – those best teams they had, those were guys they had drafted and brought up. And when they started getting into the big money guys, they won one series. In 2007? 2009. 2009. The year they got Sabathia and Burnett, they right. won the World Series. But, but that, after that, they really didn't do too much. But for all that money they spent, they got one title out of it. It doesn't work in baseball. You have to get young core guys that you can bring up and develop. That's how the Cardinals have won. That's oh, by the way, the Cardinals are cheaters. Yes. I don't know if you Thank saw you that. Thank you for interrupting me because I was out of examples after one team. <laughs> anytime. Anytime, kid. You know I'm here for you. So the Cardinals are cheaters, kid. And yes. that came out today. Although it doesn't seem like many people care because no. I was on social media and people are still talking about NBA free agency, the golf tournament that's been over for a day now. Nobody's mentioning the Cardinals well, were weird. cheaters I mean, This for story years. broke, was it a year ago, two years yeah, ago? Yeah, that's right. This has been out there for a while it's now. for a while. And the fact they they hacked into the Astros database, stole all their – and analytics and baseball is huge. Oh, yeah. It's, it's never been bigger. And they stole all their notes – and the Cardinals are not being held responsible. I mean, if you think one guy went rogue and hacked in, well, it's their director. Hey, what you doing? What you doing over there? Oh, <laughs> nothing. Don't worry about me. I think they knew. I'm uh, I'm just on you know uh, Facebook. Um, <laughs> why are you? Why does it say Houston Astros <laughs> top confidential prospect list 2013? Oh, it's a new Facebook feature. You know, it's a new emoji <laughs> that I put on there. It's it's all fun and games. You don't think they're asking questions? Where do we get all these new prospect lists? Oh, don't worry about it. How do we know the Astros aren't high on this new prospect that's been in their system for two years? Oh, I don't know. I just got a hunch. I have a hunch that they're looking to trade them and they'll probably get rid of them for cheap. Oh, really? That sounds like a like a something that would be in a report, like that they would have a, within their own system. Yeah, I know. It's weird. I almost feel like I'm in their own system. It's just strange. <laughs> my my brain well, somehow can infiltrate there. So, yeah, just uh, what a coincidence, right? Yeah, apparently, Professor Xavier runs the scouting <laughs> program over in St. Louis. So, yeah, the... I just think that's amazing, though. The yeah. Cardinals are basically getting away with it. I mean, we'll see how the MLB reacts. All that talk about the them. Cardinal way and how right. good old-fashioned Midwest values. Yeah. Who knew Midwest values included hacking data? Who would have known? Yeah. Who would have known, Kit? So I think that's pretty good on our baseball side. We'll end with the Cardinals cheating. I do want to ask you your take. Why our producer has walked several feet away. He needs a taco. Let's Josh is getting a taco here at Carnita Snack Shack. Let's well. Let's, let's hope, hope the audio level. Let's hope we. <laughs> uh, we're still going, folks. That means the audio is still running strong, and we're still with you. Right, he's coming back. Coming back. Oh, there he is. He's coming back. All right. So I talk, We talked baseball. Talked a little golf. I wanted to ask you on basketball-related news. We have summer league winding down. Were yeah. you impressed with the Lakers this summer? I saw D'Angelo had a game winner. Ingram had his moments. We're Laker fans. Yep. What, do you, what did you think of the Lakers? I mean, it's the Summer League. Uh, Cleveland almost won the Summer League championship. Cleveland isn't going to sign any of the players on their Summer League team. So it's good to see D'Angelo hitting a game winner, but got a little too hyped about hitting the game winner. Uh, but it's good to see. I, I mean, I think they're a good group of young guys. I think all those guys are going to be talented. That's why I don't want them to trade them for Westbrook, just because I don't think – you wouldn't have anybody supporting Westbrook. And West By the Brook way, breaking news, no kit, no joke, today kit, I saw on like four different sports sites, Russell Westbrook pissed that Kevin Durant left. Breaking news. I'm like, is this seriously no, breaking I, news? <laughs> like, no. of course he's pissed. 
Do yeah. we really need a source to tell us this? Yeah, I mean, Durant said, oh, yeah, I don't think he was happy with me. Yeah, of course, you know? That was that's his like, chance to win a title. Not breaking news. I mean, that's like us, you know, we're, we're trying to swim. Let's say we're in a kayak out here, you know, two-man kayak. We're struggling to get back to, you know, the port. I'm like, hey, kid, you're on your own. I just dive out of the boat. I don't yeah. think you'd be like, oh, yeah, that's cool. Let me keep struggling on my own over yeah, here. Yeah, no. I, I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah, no, it is. And then the other thing I wanted to ask you about, do you see Draymond Green in the news? Yes. For the assaults Yes, on a cornerback. A cornerback from Michigan State who I saw recently was – Given his release, he transferred away from Michigan yes. State right yeah. after that. So what what is going on? Draymond Green, story. he just can't seem to keep his hands to himself. Yeah, I think he's a he's a high energy guy, and I think he's the same off the court as he's on it, trash talking. I think he's one of those guys who likes to feel like he runs the joint. I'm sure the guy he hit was also being a horrendous human being. I don't think anybody looks good in this story. I mean, it's no, no, I don't either. But I do want to also throw it out there speaking of michigan state college basketball obviously with tom Izzo, i saw today just throwing this in here michigan state or excuse me not michigan state but the ncaa is actually going to allow the top overall seed to pick where they play the right. first two rounds starting next march right. what do you think of that new rule that new tweak yeah i mean it's a little interesting i mean it's still i really wish they would just cut down on the number of of teams Go from attorney. 68 and, and reduce you it to maybe to 64. Just just get rid of the plans. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Why are we and why is there a plan for a 12 seed? <laughs> so if you lose a plan that's for a 12 big, seed, that's big game, entertainment. But kid. you think you're looking at the 13, 14, 15, and 16, going wait. Did huh? you see the ratings last year? I got a 2.4 for that playing game. It's that's so 1.7 million kids. It's just people are so desperate for some kind of excitement back, you know, in March. Yeah, no, it's true. It's a uh, Tuesday night when they play those Tuesday yeah. and Wednesday night, and people are like, well. What's on TV? Oh, we got some basketball. Have you ever some, had, somewhat have, meaningful basketball. Have you ever watch. had to do a bracket challenge where they make you pick the winners of those? And no, like, why, why I haven't. the winners of the plans? They just give everybody those games. Yeah. They're just like, the winner of this, do you take them to win their actual <laughs> first round game? I remember a couple years ago, they were like, so the, the first round is the plan and the second round is everybody else. I'm like, like no, it's this is not the yeah. second round. Yeah. Yeah, that would be like calling week sixteen uh, or week seventeen the NFL season round one of the playoffs. Right, and then the wild card round's like, well, this is round two now. <laughs> Everyone, we're in round two. So yeah, we got those tweaks. Uh, what about football, kid? I don't think we've mentioned any football news. It's obviously still the dead period. We had Von Miller finally signed for right. seventy million. He, I believe, got the second highest paid yes. guaranteed contract behind Andrew Luck. Right, who and they really should only the report the amount of money that's guaranteed. I mean, I know it was a hundred and fourteen million dollar contract. What's the point of money if it's not guaranteed? That's just going to get right. slashed. Right. No, I a hundred percent agree. And that's why they were so upset. If you watch the football players a couple weeks ago when the basketball guys were getting those contracts, because the basketball contracts are all guaranteed. You know, but I blame the NFL players. They can't. There will be a lockout because there's a lockout potentially in 20. They can opt out of the current CBA agreement, I believe, in 2017. Well, they should. And if they're smart, they'll save their money and they'll sit on their butts and not play. Last time, they panicked when they put in scrubs. Oh, we're replaceable. They aren't. If they would just sit it out. Right. We got a, we got a Braves fan walking by. We are just talking about the Braves, my man. What's your name? Scott. Scott. We got Scott with us. Sky, okay. oh Sky, with us. We were just talking about the Braves, actually. Sky, we had a little, little talk about. Do you remember the 1998 World Series? No, oh, y'all talking about baseball. I don't yeah. remember. Talk about baseball. <laughs> hey man, I got this hat on because it's nice. It's that I like. <laughs> oh, I got gotcha. you. Actually, won the World Series. You can't. Well, who's that? 
Kansas City. You from you from Kansas City? All right. Kansas City Royals. All right, so we got a Royal fan, a Royal fan. <laughs> hey, were you excited about them in the All-Star game, the Royals? They had two home runs. I don't know nothing about baseball, but I'm You know your team won. won. <laughs> yeah, right. All right, all right. Well, that's Sky stopping by. Thanks for coming by. You can see that uh, I don't know much about baseball because I got a Braves hat on, so you guys automatically thought that I was a Braves. We went right to the Braves, yeah. They got no, cool uniforms. Not. They got cool they uniforms. Got, like, the, yeah, the yeah. Is nice, you know? I yeah. Like hats, you know? There you go. Their uh, their running back fell asleep in a car in a pond. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's something ago. that I was about to ask. The NFL, yeah. the Nard Robinson, yeah. I believe, right? He fell yeah. asleep in his car and he was actually sinking in the water yes. when they caught him. Or and they, they, found w- him. they woke him up and he went back to sleep. Oh, wow. They had to pull him out. So I've never been that tired. Never. <laughs> <laughs> right, no, that's fine. No, no, that's no. I was glad to have you come by, Sky. We'll have you on the pod. DailyZipper.com. TheDailyZipper.com. Okay, okay. So we got, we got a little up guys. and coming. It is. We will. We will. It's wonderful. But Kate, Have a good one. You were mentioning just now we had that fine guest yeah. come on, Scott. He was uh, interested. It looked like he was interested yeah. in your story. Denard Robinson, what what was the deal with that? I was reading so that this morning. So he and his girlfriend apparently both fell asleep, and the car went off the road. There was no skid marks, so they didn't attempt to stop it. Went into the water. Uh, somebody saw it, called the cops. The police came by, rapped on the window of the sinking car. They woke up, saw the police, and then just proceeded to go back to sleep. <laughs> at which point, the uh, officer had to uh, break the glass and pull him out of the car. And now they did do drug tests and BAC tests that came out clean. Wow. But that's wow, weird. That, that is, is weird. weird. There's something weird. They weren't on, on anything? No. That's- that's that is story. the strangest story I've ever if seen. You, if you had put the money line down in Vegas, so what were they on? And you <laughs> gave all these 5 yeah. to 1, it was, you know, marijuana, 10 to 1, it was cocaine, or I don't know. I mean, I've something. Been, I've been Everybody asleep and almost that. crashed driving. I do think driving tired can be like almost like a DUI. Yeah. But I mean, I've never, once you go in the water, you would wake up. I yeah. feel like your your fight your what do you call it your instincts, your your survival instincts would kick in. Sorry, sorry. Josh is harassing a local ice cream man. Josh, what what is he? Do? Yeah, he is. All right, let's get him back over here. <laughs> get him back behind the producing it's desk. An, it's an interesting podcast. Yes, it has been. Well, that's what happens when you come down by the bay and get to meet all the nice people. Yeah. And Josh, you know, he gets distracted. It's understandable. There's ice cream around here. Um. But, yeah, so we got some interesting Denard, NFL yeah, news. I think our weird. NFL news was very odd today. Yeah. So we had Denard Robinson. We had – who who was our other NFL guy? Vaughn Miller. Right. I guess that wasn't too interesting. Can, that was can I standard. give you a fun stat that I, I learned the other day? This yeah. Across NBA, MLB, and NFL, the teams that have the best, the most number of wins in a season have all lost a championship. The Warriors. Okay. The Patriots. Right. They went 18 and one, and the Miami Dolphins only won 17 games. That's right. And the Seattle Mariners did not win the World Series. That's right. So the three teams that yeah, have those yeah. win records have not won a championship. That's actually a really good point. Yeah. I did not. Put That's that just sports now. for you, kid. Oh, there's there's what? Josh, there's Josh Back making an appearance. Ice cream man. <laughs> Why did How you ask that him cream? if he had water? I know he's thirsty, but he's an ice cream man. <laughs> he has pictures of, of cones on his on his cart, and you're asking him, sir, do you have water? You never know. Maybe the ice cream man has some water. I, why didn't you just go to the snack shack? They probably have water. No, he doesn't want to answer. Okay. I have no idea. Okay. I just oh. thought I'd ask. Okay. 
All right, all right. So Josh is back with us, though. That's what matters, and he's manning the desk once again. So what else? I do want to ask about some of the local sports as well. You may have noticed the San Diego Chargers still haven't signed their first-round pick, Joey Bosa. Yeah. What? Uh, this doesn't look real good. A team that hasn't won many games, can't get their first-round pick signed. Is there no, something I, wrong with this city? Is there something wrong with the Charters organization? something wrong with the organization. I think you're probably right. Sure it's, there's something rotten with the Spanoses. There was some, they supported A.J. Smith, who was a complete disaster. They supported Nerf, Norv Turner. Norv Turner, who everybody was like, wow, this guy's on how many chances as a head coach? I think he had about well, nine lives like a cat. <laughs> I think the Spanoses are like the Davis family. They went, they've gone senile. But yeah. at least Al Davis won three Super Bowl yeah. championships. I'll give them that. Yeah. Al or Spanos, Alex Spanos, and now son Dean, they won zero. And they're yeah, trying to get I a mean, stadium built, and they're acting like this. They can't even get their picks. If signed. you want to hear my thoughts on the Spanoses, I believe you can refer to episode six of the Daily Zipper podcast, unless that's been removed for legal reasons. Oh uh, yeah, watch. We'll go back and we'll look at our archives, and somebody will have removed it. It'll be like, wait, Josh, I thought we had that in our archive. I was like, it was. And then it'll be like, wait a second. And it'll be like, San Diego Chargers have the right to remove all podcast material. It's <laughs> all like, I'm what is going on in this city? Is the Spanos falls off a building, there will be celebration <laughs> in this city. That we reminds every me of, day that's for like, his death. So you're basically saying uh, we'll turn into Baghdad in yes. San Diego where we're yes. celebrating. Well, and if they stuff. did, because someone said that if the Chargers stay in San Diego, they'll build Spanos a statue. It would be like when they pulled the statue of Saddam Hussein down. Right, right, in Afghanistan yeah. or no, ha- Iraq. Yeah. Iraq, Iraq, right? Yes. yes. I would happily pull that statue down. Yeah, no, Iraq, there's a lot of celebrating over there when there's things falling from Can rooftops. I, we, we talked briefly last podcast about the homeless thing in San Diego. Right. This was a fun story. There is a Homeless Lives Matter movement, apparently, and okay. the homeless people were protesting, and a homeless spokesperson said that uh, that San Diego used to be ranked n- in the top five for cities for homeless, and that thanks to the city's efforts, they were no longer a top five city for homeless. And he thought that San Diego should be ashamed of that. And I think that's a that's a good thing. I don't want to be the top five city for homelessness. It's like being top five in the baseball league for strikeouts. Yeah, I mean, and when people come here, if you visit, the first thing they'll say to you when they come out, well, it's a great city, but what is up with the homeless population? It's crazy. You go behind Petco Park, it's like a like a Mongol encampment. It's like, oh my gosh, is they, are they preparing for war? They have campfires and celebratory custom drum made music. spears. Yeah, and they have their own custom hunting pigeons. Apparently, yeah. it's very strange. They, and they also have barbecues lined up down yeah, the street, barbecuing like steaks and chicken. It's weird. And you can get, get get their hands but just on. The fact he's trying to shame San Diego. Well, they're no longer a top five city for the homeless. I don't know. Yeah, they can't keep up with San Francisco. I've been reading that kit. You know, yeah. they're they're shaming us, saying San Francisco is has got our number apparently when it comes to the homeless population. Just can't keep up with them. Josh, do you? I saw Josh grab his mic and he didn't say anything. He like went up, approached the mic with his with his mouth, and nothing came out. No, nothing. my my. What I was gonna say escaped me. Ah, okay. ah, escaped you. Okay. So, yeah, no, that's a very – and actually, Kit, you're writing an article about San Diego sports yes. and the sports drought in this city, yeah, which, by he, the way, he, he, includes approximately zero World Series championships and zero Super Bowl championships. And people say, oh, well, well, you know, San Diego doesn't have an NBA team, so they don't have the big three. We've had two NBA teams, and they've both left us. So that's almost worse. So Rockets were here, and they left. 
The Clippers were here, and uh, Sterling moved them in the dead of night. And the NBA told Sterling, no, you can't leave San Diego, and he did it anyway. So I, I have a question for you, both of you fine folk. How long until San Diego wins the title in it? Whatever sport it could We're be. We're not winning anything. Well, we did We did win with <laughs> San Diego winning. Soccers. Did win an indoor soccer championship. So, Yes. Which is, I'm is talking, there a parade sometime for that? I'm talking that major parade? sports. No, we're never winning one. Never. No, I, I guarantee you. We will. Where's this the city, faith, kid? Where's the city, faith? I don't have any. This city will never win anything. And you, hear it, you heard you it first here at the Daily Zipper. Give this any of the teams the roster of any. We could have we could, the Golden State Warriors could move to San Diego with the roster they have this year, and they'd be a 500 team. There's something in the water. They'd be a 500 team. Well, we're standing pretty close to the water, so do you see anything in the water, kid? <laughs> Dead I dreams. don't know what Josh <laughs> just tried to do here with that last analogy, but it was an interesting one. It was. Kid said there's one. something in the water, so I figured he'd. Take a look and tell us what Literally, it is. Something in the water, apparently. And I'm, and I'm also speaking metaphorically in a literal kind of way. So, <laughs> so what's know. in the water? Metaphorically. <laughs> Did you just say metaphorically and literally in the same sentence? All righty. Well, only at the Daily Zipper will you hear that. A metaphor and a reality yeah. together. All right. So I think we've covered quite a bit yeah. today. I'm trying to think. Is there anything, Josh, urgent that the folks should know? Anything at all? I know that we have quite a bit of writing up. We've had some great articles yeah. this week. I encourage everyone to check those out. We've had Ryan Taylor, Ryan Daly wrote an article about the San Diego Padres. I took a, a read, a, took a, a gander we at that. We have more than one Ryan that writes one. for the site? We do. We right. do. Well, they Amazingly. should be they come out of the woodwork fight at for random the, times. Fight to the death. If you're listening, both Ryans, you will be scheduled to fight to the death. Well, Louie live streams it on Facebook. Yes, and Louie hopefully will be here. We have baseball to look forward to. We talked a little baseball. We mentioned Pride that. weekend next weekend. What? what? Pride Pride Festival? That was Pride Festival Oh, this last was the weekend. last What Where am I were thinking? You, Josh? There's an event this upcoming weekend that I Josh very confused about. about the events in the LGBTQ community. <laughs> that was this weekend. Josh is probably thinking of Comic-Con. Which yeah, that's what I was thinking of Comic-Con. Comic-Con, Comic-Con is this very, weekend. Well, very different event. Should we try to get some Comic-Con people on the I podcast? I will be out of the, ta- out of the country. Oh. I'll be in Ireland for for le- I leave Thursday. I'll be gone 10 days. Well, that is a bummer. We're now to the good to folks of San Diego, I expect that when I come back, Dean Spanos to have been uh, offed. So we will remove him. Please, I hope. Please. I hope there is some kind Maybe of petition. Maybe he like get put like in jail for some kind of tax fraud violations. Yeah, just do do the do the El Capone treatment. Just find okay. anything, anything, anything at all. I don't care how small to get him out of there. Is the Most owner. hated man in San Diego. Put him in Bob Filner. Get where's Bob <laughs> Filner? Put him in there. You know, he Local loves spending San Diego money. Diego politics. He was a spender. Yeah. He was a spender here in the city of San Diego. Our uh, old mayor who was kicked out of office for Fondling, sexual yes. allegations. Yes, yes sexual against, assault. Against disabled women veterans. Yes. No, and it, it, that was the most amazing part of it all was yeah. it was like elderly women he was, yeah. he was taking and, advantage and, of. Yeah. And combat veterans with combat. severe mental issues. So, yeah, I, and... And that's kind of the worst part about Dean Spanos is we are unfortunately comparing him to a sex yeah. addict, a sex assault, uh, sex offender, I guess you could now, call Now, I'm going to have now. to go ahead and get out of here because my parking is running out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We will wrap this up. I think that we have done enough to cover the past week, really. I don't know what else you want us to talk Still, about, I folks. These summer podcasts are going to be a little shorter. It's, it's little baseball, quicker. right? It's baseball. You can't really talk too long. So we're looking forward to football, college football coming up. By the way, Donnell Pumphrey, I saw he's getting some Heisman mentions in the national yeah, media. 
Wish I knew who that was. Donald Puffrey is the running back kit for San okay. Diego State. Oh, okay. Yeah, so Brilliant. we're looking forward to that. Josh and I were actually at the championship last year, Mountain West Championship. Ah, okay. And that was a lot of fun. So we're hoping for a They repeat. should be ranked next season. They should be, but I doubt they will be because, let's be honest, San Diego State doesn't get any pub at no. all. No credit. So we'll see. But, again, you can catch us at thedailyzipper.com. Josh Woods, our producer, you can catch him. Hopefully he has another article up soon. Of course, Kit Batch. Find me in the, the co-host here at the Daily Zipper. Just south of Petco Park. And he's writing a masterpiece right now that's in the works that should be up soon. So catch that as soon as it's up, and we'll let you know. We'll be on Facebook and Twitter. And myself, Thomas James, I will also be around. Check me out on Facebook. And also my Twitter is at ThomasJamesDZP. Until next time, this is Thomas James signing off. <laughs>